You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast, Season 5, Episode 29. This is called Funny Money. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. And thank you to Comfort King Mattress Factory. I was talking to a guy just last week. He said, is it true you have been sleeping on a Comfort King mattress for 20 years? I said, yeah, a little bit longer than that, actually. He said, does it work? I said, absolutely, it does. To administer the wondrous elixir of sleep, so life-giving, I recommend a Comfort King mattress, the quality, the service, second to none. Go to Comfort King at comfortking.net. So if you live long enough and pay attention in life, you start to notice changes over time. And I have started to notice changes in money that have added up over time. When I was a boy, my grandpa Ebert gave me a quarter one day and said, look at this, it's funny money. I didn't know what he meant. He said, look at the side. You can see that strip of copper. It's a sandwich. Silver on the outside, cheap stuff on the inside. It ain't real. It's funny money. And when you hold an older silver coin, you know what he's talking about. I have this Eisenhower dollar I use in my speeches. Hear how heavy it is? It's funny money, too. A real silver dollar is about 20 bucks. I don't want to lose that kind of money, so I use this. But you can imagine, this was real money. You could buy a meal with a dollar. McDonald's used to have an ad campaign. Change back from your dollar. Wasn't much change, but it was change that was serious money back then. And speaking of change, change has changed. When I was a kid, every adult man I knew had a coin purse in his pocket. Some were leather, kind of looked like a collapsed flower. My mom had one of those. My dad had one you got from the bank. It was a premium they'd give you. They were usually shaped like a football and in bright colors, said the name of the bank on the outside. And his was packed. It held nickels, dimes, and quarters. At the bottom was a huge silver dollar he would use for emergencies. That's how expensive money was then. And a lot of times, he'd pull that out of his pocket and make an entire purchase only using change. Now, change is a hassle. It's inconvenient. I talked to a guy last week who said, I hate change. It cuts holes in my pockets. Another guy says, yeah, that's why I don't use cash. I don't like the change they give me. Now, most places, when I buy something, a little screen pops up asking if I want to round up to whatever round number, and then they'll give the rest to a charity. It seems the store doesn't like change either. They would just as soon give that money to a charity while at the same time taking complete credit for my generosity. That's, I guess, me being a little bit salty, isn't it? I guess, I guess I am a little bit irked about it. I guess I like cash because I know exactly how much money I have when I have cash. This is what I have. When I use a credit card, eh, I never really quite know. I used to like carrying $100 bills because they would last longer, took up less room. I think they're beautiful works of art. And now they don't take them. Or 50s. I guess they're worried about counterfeits. 
Now, if you are one of those who are worried, all you have to do, you know, is hold it up to the light, look for the security strip or the watermark. It's not that hard. And if it's too hard, they usually issue a yellow pen. You can draw on it to see if it... Okay, okay, okay. That's me being salty again. It's just that it seems perplexing that we have cash that should be legal in all 50 states, and yet somehow we don't want people to use cash or checks. A friend of mine, Gary, said that when he was a kid on the farm, you could walk to the hardware store and go to a stack of checks on the counter in a big three-ring binder. You'd write down your name, address, bank, and then write the amount on the check for whatever you wanted, and then this counter check would be accepted. Now, that would never happen today because people are not that trusting. But is that true? Because apparently they're trusting enough to invest in cryptocurrency, which is currency based on the belief that if enough people like it, it should be worth something, even though it's virtual. It's not backed by any sort of precious metal or government economy. What? When a person tells me how much money they've made in cryptocurrency, I'm reminded of the people who also made tons of money in tulip bulbs in the 1600s. Good for them. I just don't think it's going to last. In my life, and I'm not that ancient, I have seen coins turn from silver to some sort of shiny game token. I've seen dollar bills change from something you could exchange for silver. They were called silver certificates, and they're gone. I've seen the U.S. economy change from the gold standard, where we were basing the value of our currency on the fixed amount of gold, into a fiat economy, where it's based on the value of our economy. I've seen money change from something you held in your hand to something virtual on a piece of plastic that was either connected to your bank account or to a credit card. I have even seen money change to an app on your phone that has become a verb. Can you Venmo me that? I guess I'm not really upset about it. It just seems different. And that differentness that keeps accelerating over time just seems <laughs> different. I remember the expression on my Grandpa Ebert's face when he showed me that quarter and called it funny money. I didn't understand that look. But I think I do now. Well, that's the story. If you're seeking a life of happiness but are unclear on just how that looks and how to measure your progress towards it, my Significance Masterclass is now available, a perfect way to understand your strengths and to plan the best possible version of the next 20 years. Thoughtful, detailed, a powerful way to build significance and definitely happiness. And I'm working on a way to have you Venmo me the tuition fee. <laughs> Reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, ilikethatstory.net, ilikethatstory.net. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.